And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. This is July 4th. January to June has already occurred. And God sent me here this morning with a word. And the topic of my sermon is entitled, Given but not yet possessed. Given but not yet possessed. The Lord would have me tell you this morning that let's start afresh. July to December, let's start afresh. Let us put behind us what happened January 1st to June 30th, 2021. This July, the next six months, until December 31st, 2021, the Lord would have me to tell you, let us, let us start afresh. Amen? Let us start afresh. God said, let's forget what happened back then. But I'm going to release a special grace, special favor, because my plans for you has not changed. Are you with me, saints? God sent me here to tell you this morning, my plans for you has not changed. So I'm going to release special grace, special favor for the next six months. And that is for those of us who are interested. Amen. So if you will turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1 and let's read together. Amen. I'll read Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 and you'll read verse 2 until we arrive at verse 9. Amen. It says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, That's it. Amen. Verse 3 reads, Every place that the sole of your foot tread shall tread upon that I have given you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land... And unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Verse 5. There shall not any man. Let me say that again. There shall not any human being. That's what the word means. Be able to stand before you all the days of your life. How many of you think that's refreshing? In this case, he was talking to the children of Israel. He said... No human being on your way to the promised land, on, the, on your way to your land I've given you. No human being will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. But there's a condition. As far as we are concerned, no demon. No demon. Let me say it again. No demons. can stop us from arriving at our destination. Are you with me, saints? The Bible says the 
because causeless shall not come. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they do. It will not work. No demon will be able to stand before you as you travel on your way to the promised land. God said, I have not forgotten my plans for you. Amen. So I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Can you read verse 6 please? And have a good courage. The land which I swear unto your fathers to give them. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Why? That you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. That, there it comes, that you may prosper wherever thou goest. Verse 8. Is written therein. For then shall thou make thy way prosperous. Then shall thou good success. Verse 9. And he is repeating. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever thou goest. Isn't that refreshing? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. He says, be not afraid. Neither be dismayed. Do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. You're going to see some things. You're going to hear some things. The devil is going to come to distract you. He said, be not afraid because I am with you. Whither so wherever you go, whithersoever you go, wherever you go, I am with you. 30 days had elapsed. You know, it's amazing how God works and puts together the service so it all flows together. It's amazing. We just sang, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I didn't even realize it correlates beautifully with the text. He said, I am with you. I am with you. I will not fail you. Be not afraid. I'll be with you wherever you go. No demon, no human will be able to stand before you. We just sang, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. It's, it's amazing how God brings together and confirms that which he wants his people to hear. So I'm sharing with you today that this is not the sermon I intended to preach. But this is what the Lord gave me for you. Many of us on our destination to our promised land, we pulled over at a rest stop. And we've been there too long. The Lord sent me this morning to tell you the rest stop is not your destination. It is time to move out. That's why he says for the last six months of the year, 
He's going to release a special grace. Lord, we give you praise. So that those of us who are interested will continue on the journey, our destination, the promised land. 30 days. It was 30 days since Moses died. 30 days had elapsed since his death. And God had given them that period of time for them to mourn the death of Moses. After 30 days, God said to Joshua, it is time to pull up the rest up. You've been at that place long enough. 30 days is enough. We thank God for Moses. Amen. God's plan doesn't die. Amen. Humans die and move on. Amen. Christians graduate and they go to heaven. Unsafe die and go to hell. I'm not rejoicing over that. I'm just saying that the Bible says the rich man died, ended up in Hades. Lazarus died and the angels took him and carried him to heaven. Well, that's what the Bible says. Amen. So Moses died. He went to heaven. And God told the children of Israel, I still have a plan for you to take you to the promised land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. It's a land where you have houses that you didn't build. Are you getting what I'm saying, Sits? It is a land when you occupy, you will not borrow. You'll not be borrowers. You will be lenders. God says, that is where I want to take you. You've been on this side of Jordan long enough. From January to June, we've been at a rest stop. We've been on this side of Jordan. And the things we did from January to June, the spiritual exercises that we engage in is not enough to take us to December. We need to do more. We need to leave the rest up and get on the route to our destination. God has need of our sins. The highway is a good way. Because God said there, I am with you. No demon, no man can stop you. So pull off the rest up and let's keep going. Because I have dreams for you. I have thought my thoughts towards you are good thoughts. They won't come to pass where you are at the rest stop. You need to be on your way. Don't park here. And that is why the Lord sent me this morning to tell you it is given but not yet possessed. It is given but not yet possessed. Amen. My work must go on. Must go on. In verse 3, look verse 3, he says unto them, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. That have I what? No, hold on. Let, let's. Every place that the sole of your foot tread. I have. The important thing is where were they when God said that? They were on the other side of Jordan. In the wilderness of Paran. Jordan hadn't yet opened. They hadn't been to Jericho as yet. They were still in the wilderness. And God said, what happened? I have what? 
is that future tense, right? Let me take my time and say that again. Is that future tense or past tense? Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. Is that past tense? Past tense. Were they in the wilderness when he told them so? Yes. They were not yet in the promised land. But he said to them, even if you're in the wilderness, I have. I have given it to you. In my, as far as I'm concerned, it is a done deal. Yeah. Now you have a responsibility to make it manifest. And since I'm asking you this morning, you hear me? I wanted to preach on Acts chapter 8 and the Lord said to me, no. Six months have gone. And some people are still at a rest stop. I need you to motivate them to leave. The spiritual exercises, the things we do, the praying and the little reading, the little praying, the little uh, worshiping we do, it's got to be more. Because we are getting to cross over Jordan and get into the promised land. For the Israelites, the promised land, and I cannot be long because we have communion. For the Israelites, the promised land was a land flowing with milk and honey a place of rest where where glory be to jesus the land would cooperate with them they would still have to plant but the harvest would be abundant are you with me saints i want you to keep that in mind because i'm going to make a parallel with us today while for them it was land for us as Christians, it is what Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 talks about. There is a place of rest. <laughs> In God, a place of rest. I think Hebrews 1 14 says, we are ears of salvation. Ears of, so there is a place of rest that we Christians must <laughs> experience and get to. That is our promised land. We are heirs of salvation. Salvation is a package. Salvation is not only fire insurance. Let me say that again. Salvation is a, it's a package. It's not only fire insurance. It is deliverance, healing, prosperity. Are you with me? The Bible says in 2 in Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 in Jesus Christ all the promises are yes and what amen the promises are yes and amen and today what I want to tell you is it is yes and amen in Jesus you and I must cooperate to get them to manifest I thank God for for his mercies and for his goodness I think it began happening on Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening we had such a powerful service. And I think that's where things turned around. And from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I've been meditating, talking to God. And I, I, I was going one way and the Lord said to me, this is where I need you to go. Because I have given my children, but they have not yet possessed it. And I need you to tell them that. I need you to talk about it. 
So I'm not sure. I spoke with, I think, two or three Sundays ago. I spoke with somebody about possessing the land. It was, who, who was it? So it was after church. For some reason, after church, we spoke about, I just can't remember. And the Lord reminded me and said to me, you've been waiting. Because I think I told the person I was waiting to teach this at the appropriate time. And I, God told me last night, this is the time. Now is the time to preach about possessing your possession. Are you with me, saints? Now is the time. I'm going to help you. I'm going to, I'm going to provide help, resources to help for those who are interested before December 31st ends. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29 that God still has thoughts towards us. Amen. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. Thoughts to give us an expected end. God said to the children of Israel, I said this to Moses. I told Moses what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is not something new. I told it to Moses. And I want you to know that my plans did not die with Moses. I still have good thoughts towards you. Thoughts to take you to a good land. Let us see what God told Moses quickly. Can you go to Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. Let's see what the Lord said to Moses. You got it? Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 5. On this side of Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, that's what God told him to tell the Israelites. The Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, you have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Some of us here this morning. We have been where we are. Long enough. Verse 7 says. Turn you and take your journey. And go to the mount of the, Amorite, of the Amorites. And unto all the places. Nigh there unto. In the plain. In the hills. And in the valley. And in the south. By the seaside. To the land of the Canaanites. And unto Lebanon. Unto the great river. The river Euphrates. Verse 8 says. Behold. I have set the land. Before you. Go in. And possess. The land. Which the Lord swear unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Joseph, to give unto you and to their seed after them. God said, what's his command? Go in and do what? There are some things God cannot do for us saints. God is a spirit. He's provided all the spiritual power, the spiritual help we need. We have a part to play. And God said, what I need you to do, imitators of God ministries and those of you who are looking, go in and... Yeah. It is given, but not yet possessed. So you and I need to go in and possess the land. He said, you've been on Horeb long enough. Now, Mount Horeb is the same as Mount Sinai. You know, on Mount Sinai, a lot of things happened on Mount Sinai. On Mount Sinai, the power of God came down and there was smoke. On Mount Sinai, that's where, David, that's where Moses got the Ten Commandments. A finger appeared from nowhere and 
began to write on two tablets. A lot happened on Mount Horeb. There was a smoke. There was fire. The power of God manifested. But God said, you've been there long enough. My plan for you is not to be at Horeb. And I sense in my spirit, some of us are still at Horeb. You know, some, listen to me, brothers and sisters. What brought us where we are is not what's, is not what's required to take us where we are going. Many of us, we have seen the power of God. We've felt the power of God. That's Horeb. We've seen fire. We've seen wonders. We've seen miracles. God said, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. I need you to leave. I need you to live in the blessing. I need you to live and not just get a miracle here and a miracle over there and a miracle down there. I need you to live supernaturally. So you need to leave Horeb. The smoke is gone. The fire is gone. The rumbling is gone. It is time to move out. Some of us are still at Horeb. Still looking for fire. Still looking for smoke. Still looking for the mountain to shake. God said, I'm gone. What are you doing there? I'm no longer there. What are you doing there? And that is where many of us are. That's why I said we are at a rest stop. And we need to get off and get back on the highway. Get up. The rest stop is Horeb. It was nice. It was refreshing. But that's not the final destination. Brothers and sisters, we have a July to December to engage and as you do, God is going to take his wings and put beneath your wind and you'll experience the supernatural power of God. For those of you who are interested, it's not for everybody because I'm going to show you in a while what's our problem, most of us. It's not for everybody. God said to tell you, it is for those of you who are interested. Amen. Not everybody's interested in moving forward in God. You, you, you wonder why, but, it, but it's life. I've learned to accept it. Amen. I've learned, I've accepted that you'll tell people or you share people with people what you've done. The way you serve, the program you used to deliver and serve God, and they live excited. Glory, glory, glory. And you think they're going to do the very same thing? You check with them two weeks thereafter. Not one thing was done. So that's life. It's not for everybody. Are you with me, saints? But God said, for those of you who are interested, there is still a destination I want to take you. For those of you who feel me right there in your heart. And God said, one of the things you need to do is to be courageous. Amen? Courage means, it, it's, a, it's a French word that means of the heart. Of the heart. Amen. You got to be courageous. You got to get enough God's word in your heart. So you can do the right things. Even when it seems tough. Even when it seems difficult. Even when it seems like odds, all the odds are against you. You need to have enough of God in you. To do the right thing. It is of the heart. That's what courage means. It's going to take some courage. To pull off the rest up. And get on the, get on the highway. <laughs> it's going to take some courage to leave Horeb. Because these are comfortable places. Amen. Let me share this with you. What I found out. I found out human beings were born to grow. 
not for easy. I was in the gym and, a, and we were lifting weights and a guy came up to me and said, man, I wish I could just take a pill <laughs> and get the feeling that I'm getting after I work out. Then another guy came up to me. He said, I wish somebody else could do it for me and I get the benefit. Amen. <laughs> and then I pulled two of them aside and I said, this is earth. You got to accept that. Earth, you are not born for easy. This is earth. You were you born to take over. You were born to stretch. Are you with me? That, that's earth. And you have to embrace that truth. Unless you embrace that truth, you will blame everybody for not being where you're supposed to be. Because you won't take responsibility. This is earth. We have to accept it as is. Now when you get your another earth, you can set your own laws. Let me say it again. When you get your own world and your own earth, you can set your own laws. But as long as you are here, as long as you're just visiting, I submit to you to agree with God. Amen. Not born for easy. Born to stretch. Born to grow. Because if you don't grow, you are dying. Amen. Alright, quickly. God said to them, I need you to go in and possess the land. Let me show you what the problem is. And I'm going to read. I, I was listening to one of my favorite preachers and he said this right here. I'm going to quote what he said. And I'm going to ask you to help me identify what he's talking about here. He said this. This is about a particular thing. He said, I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will put you on word or drive you down to failure. Sorry, I'll put you above the world or I'll drive you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half the times, half of the things you do, you might just as well turn them over to me and I'll be able to do them quickly and, correct, and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done and after a few lessons, I will do it for you automatically. I am the servant of all great people and alas of all failures as well. Those two are great and I have made many people great. I am not a machine though I work with all precision of a machine plus the intelligence of a man. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me and I will place you at the top of the world. Be easy with me and I will destroy you. Who am I? Say it again. Habit. Habit. Say it again. Habit. We are where we are because of our habits. They were where they were because of their habits. Listen to what habit said. He says, it says here, 
I am not a machine, though I work with all precision of a machine, plus the intelligence of a man. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, tread me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Habit. Habit. Because of habit, we make the wrong choices. And our wrong choices cripple us. And I'm here to share with you, brothers and sisters. Do not let what happened to the Israelites happen to us. We leave the house of God and we go home and never change our habits. Never. Let me share this with you about the Israelites. Some research I did and I'll bring it to an end. The children of Israel, God promised them so much. And they accomplished so little. That I have given to you. God didn't say, I will give you the land upon which you walk. He said, I have given it to you. The same is true for us today. It is a matter of possessing our possession. The Israelites. The promised land God gave them covers 30,000 square miles. 30,000 square miles. At the height of their power... In Solomon's reign, the Israelites claimed 3,000 square miles. God gave them 30,000 square miles. They claimed 3,000 square miles. How much is that? 10%. 10% of what God gave them, they possessed. We are doing the same thing because of, let's say it all together, because of habit, because of habit. And habit will cause you to blame everybody but yourself. And brothers and sisters, I'm begging you, God sent me here to tell you the next six months of this year, move out and possess the land move out and possess the land he said i have given it over to you second peter 1 3 says god hath given us all things that pertains to he hath the entire book of ephesians is written in the past tense let me say it again. The entire book of Ephesians is written in the past tense. God hath given it to us. He did give it to them. And I'm asking you, let's not do like them and only possess 10%. A lot has happened for the last two years. And that's why God said, ask me to share with you the next six months of this year. He's willing to release a special grace to help us. Those of us who are interested. Amen. Those of us who want to be world changers. The practices that got you here. Are not those that will get you on the other side. You get what I'm saying? One chapter. 15-20 minutes. Won't do it anymore. Or doing it every other day. That won't work. We got to be. In season. And out of season. We got to be like the Apostle Paul. In 1 Corinthians 10, 15, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I said it on Wednesday evening. But he said, the grace of God was not given to me in, in what? In vain. 
I think 1510. Sorry about that. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God, but the grace of God was not given to me in vain. God gave the Israelites the promised land in vain. In vain, brothers and sisters, in vain. He gave it to them. They only possessed 10% of it. That's what you call, that's what you call grace in vain. And it seems like the same thing is happening to us. The same thing is happening to us. Paul said, not me. He said, I labored more abundantly than who? And who are the all? All the apostles. He said, I labored more than all of them. That's what he said. He said, I, I was Johnny come lately. I didn't walk with Jesus. But walking with Jesus doesn't matter. Being in his presence doesn't matter. What matters is fellowshipping with him. Because not everybody that is in his presence desire fellowship. He said, but I labored more abundantly than them all. And that is, what, that, that, that is why I brought Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1. It says, there is a place of rest. But we have to labor to get rest. Many Christians are restless. We've not arrive at our promised land not arrive at our destination that's why we are restless we have a desire we have a purpose we have a goal but we're looking for somebody to give it to us and not god are you getting what i'm saying since we see in the bible i don't know about you since but i read the bible and then i get up and i walk i i walk away look at the bible and i see where i am so far from what God has promised. But I tell you I take heart. Take heart. Because even if I see how far I am. I'm doing something about it. I'm doing something about it. And since I'm here to beg of us. Let's do something about it. For the next six months. Let's do something. I cannot preach everything I have here. I know that. We'll have to do it in other, in, in other sessions. But I came here to tell you this morning. It has been given. But not possessed. From July to December. Let us decide to possess the land. God has given us. If you would do. Can you go to um, Psalms 91. I think verse 14, 15, 16. The last three verses. If you would do this. Right here. It would really help. It says here. Because he hath set his love upon me. Because Christians. Human beings have set their love upon me to set your love on Jesus Christ is to make it your life's duty to know how to love him perfectly it says because you said that should be our goal brothers and sisters therefore will I what deliver him if you set your love if you make it your life's goal to love Jesus the way he's supposed to love he said, I will what? Deliver him. And he's going to explain what it means by I will deliver him. Whenever you see a colon, he's going to elaborate. He said, I will set him on high. And the word him here is human beings. Because he hath what? Known my name. Can you go to verse 15? He shall call upon me. And I will what? I will be with him in. I will what? How many times has God, must God say I will deliver him? And the reason why God is telling you 
that he'll deliver us is because sometimes we'll need delivering. As long as you're on that earth, the devil is going to try to intercept your progress. He'll use people. Amen. So the Bible says, God said, I'll deliver you and I will what? Honor him. Verse 16 is what I love. Verse 16 is my verse. He says, with long life. Long life. And the word life here means length and quality. Your quality of life will be exceptional. It will be superior. Long life will I what? That's where most of us need to be. At the satisfaction level. But we are not. But we are not brothers and sisters. We, that's where God wants to bring every Christian. To a place where you can, you're just satisfied. You're satisfied. Because you, you, you are at a place. At a land. Metaphorically speaking. Full of milk and honey. You are at a land. Where you are at rest. Amen. You can sleep well. Praise the Lord. Good sleep. Good rest. Amen. And he said I will show him. My salvation. That word salvation is Yeshua. I'll show him my Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? This is amazing. Since I'll show him my Yeshua. My Jesus. Oh my fear is How many of you brothers and sisters. In your presence. You're going to take up the Lord. The you don't have to raise your hands. On this particular offer. From July to December. July to December. God says, let's forget about everything that happened for the last two years. There was COVID. There was a lot of distractions. Let's forget everything that happened for the last two years. The next six months, I'm going to re release a special grace to help those of us who are interested. You don't have to raise your hands. Those of you who are looking, if you would do that, your life in December will be different from it is now. You look back six months and say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for that offer. And I thank you for giving me the grace to take up that offer. Different. 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 Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. 
and the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.